Today, we're going to talk about something that you've probably already experienced on some level. It can come up at any time of your life, but it tends to increase significantly during pregnancy and postpartum. It can also get so intense that it completely stops you in your tracks. Maybe it prevents you from leaving the house or worse, prevents you from connecting to your baby. And that is anxiety. For Mama Kiara Townley, anxiety had always been present to some extent. But once she got pregnant, it got worse, especially because she didn't have the maternal instincts that everyone says she would have. And when they told her, it'll all just fall into place, well, that wasn't the case for her. After experiencing an unplanned C-section that was scary for her, and then feeling disconnected from her baby, she didn't know where to turn, but inwards. Listen in as she shares how a panic attack postpartum was the final straw that forced her to connect to her body in order to heal anxiety. She did this by looking inwards, facing her emotions, and connecting to the body chakras. After healing, she made it her mission to help moms-to-be and new moms do the exact same. And today, she's going to teach you how. By the end of this episode, you will know the three steps to take in order to manage anxiety throughout motherhood naturally. And this is through prenatal and postnatal. So no matter where you are in your journey, you will know how to connect more to your body and take control, just like she did. You are listening to the Mamas in Training podcast, giving aspiring and expecting mamas guidance and community from moms who have been there. I am your host, Jessica Lorian. However, I am not yet a mom. An autoimmune disease has delayed my motherhood journey, so I've made it my mission while I heal to learn with you all about motherhood so together we can be as prepared as possible. So now, what if you could control anxiety that might arise during motherhood without medication? The root of all anxiety lies within you. You just have to be willing to explore it. And here's Kiara to teach us how. I wasn't born with maternal instincts, okay? There are women out there that dream of becoming moms. For me, it was always something that I would see in my future, but I didn't have um, the maternal instincts. My body had some some reactions to it that were challenging for me. So I had uh, morning sickness the first three months, and I don't know why they call it morning sickness. <laughs> all day sickness, like, right? All day, right? I have no yeah. idea why they call it morning. So <laughs> all day, super debilitating. I, I was almost angry with my body. So the anxiety for me in pregnancy started more as like anger. Like what is going on? Why my body is reacting in this way? This is supposed to be beautiful, right? Because nobody really tells you about these things, you know? It's not so easy to to find the dark side of pregnancy, birth, postpartum. So, you know, you think it's going to be, oh, a little bit of a nausea and and then you're going to be fine. It stayed for three months and then it was replaced by acid reflux throughout all the pregnancy. So I got to the end, I was like... 
please get this baby out of me as soon as possible, right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't enjoy it. I didn't connect with my son throughout the pregnancy. So for me, that anxiety was more connected with the anger towards my body. Uh, But also, I was anxious already before, right? Before getting pregnant. Well, it's actually interesting because I saw that you wrote an article on anxiety for Thrive Global back in 2017, before you even pregnant. That to me was really a sign that you're really on the right path and doing the right thing because clearly this message of anxiety and overcoming anxiety was laid on your heart before you even became a mom. Yeah, thanks for reminding me of that. I really didn't even remember that article. So yeah, I have been dealing with anxiety all my life. My mom suffers from anxiety, so much so that I'm going to have to tell you that she didn't come when I gave birth because she's old, it's true, but she lives in Italy and she was like, I can't face this trip. I am too anxious and she missed the the most important moment of Mm -hmm. my life. And I got that anxiety from her. It just like manifested in in a different way. But like throughout this experience, I realized how much it it was really important for me to heal and not become like my mom. Did you experience some different fears about motherhood? Like, will I be able to keep my child alive? What if I don't have those maternal instincts? I did, but I'm going to tell you that I kind of like pushed them away because again, what you see outside and what they tell you is everything is going to magically fall into place, you know, Mm. when you become a mom. So I was like, oh, that's fine. I'm just going to fall in love with my son and everything is going to be okay. So that's not Mm. the case for everybody. So Kiara went into the hospital planning to have a vaginal birth, get an epidural and all would be well. After she arrived, the doctor recommended she get an induction because she was a little bit late and while she could have waited a bit longer, she was uncomfortable and she really just wanted to get the process moving. So she decided to go for it. After the induction, things started to progress, but after pushing for four hours with very little headway, the doctor told her that the head of her son was stuck and they'd have to perform a C-section. As soon as the surgery was over, I was like, what happened to me? I just couldn't process it. Like, so my brain went kind of crazy and they had to give me an anti-anxiety medication and they wanted to put my son on my chest and I didn't want it. I just wanted to be alone. I was like, I just want to be alone and, and leave me alone. <laughs> and that, that's not possible, right? So you develop some kind of like yeah, anger towards what happened. Like you, you, you don't know where to direct your anger but it's there right and the sadness and like the disappointment there's so many heavy emotions coming to you all all of a sudden it's just really hard to process the recovery from the c-section unfortunately is hard you know it takes two weeks just to walk straight so I was breastfeeding or, or trying to. I never produced a lot of milk, so I had to supplement with formula anyway. You have to be there as a mom, of course, even in the beginning. I was like, I am like hurting. Like they cut me open. Like in a way, I understand that the healthy baby is important, but there's no really care for the mom. So I, I didn't feel taken care of. Do you think the anxiety was rooted in the anger or was it also elements of anxiety toward your baby? Mostly my anxiety was about responsibility. So I am someone who traveled the world, always done what I wanted to do in life. 
and all of a sudden you have to deal with like this huge responsibility and uh yeah a responsibility can be terrifying in that sense so for me it was definitely like responsibility so i think i was going on autopilot to be honest the big change for me was when my husband went back to work that was like the trigger that brought everything together for me because it was about being alone with the baby and i was like no i can't do this you know i'm just gonna do something stupid you know what if i'm a bad mom and i hurt him like you know intrusive thoughts then started to Absolutely. happen for me and i experienced panic attacks and but i didn't know what was going on with me the night before i decided i was like something something is weird here like my my heart is racing at night and I, I can't sleep. I just wasn't sure, you know, what was going on, but it was really intense. A panic attack is really a flight or flight response. It's a sense of danger that you feel that is not connected with reality, but it's there. And you feel a sense of like being threatened, a sense of like something terrible happens in a minute from now. And that, that, that's really scary. She decided to talk to her OB and they recommended that she speak with a therapist. So she set up an appointment and began sharing her feelings with this therapist routinely. However, something was still not sitting right with her. But then there was something that was happening in me about like talking about how I felt, you know? And I also look for on Facebook groups of women who had gone through the same thing. But the more I talk about it, the more I identified with that anxiety and mm -hmm. that person that I knew it wasn't me. So here's the key word that I would like to use, identifying. The problem is not with anxiety. Anxiety is an emotion. It's like a wave. It comes and goes, right? We don't stay in anxiety forever. The problem is that we identify with it and we start to tell stories to ourselves about it. Mm -hmm. So that's the big Oh, preach it, preach it, preach. Amen. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am a huge Tony Robbins fan. One thing that I've always kept with me is the way that he, you know, explains it really is this way of identification. So for example, if you are saying that you are a recovering alcoholic, you will always be a recovering alcoholic until you're making the proclamation that you are healed from that and then that's no longer part of your story but if it's part of your story then you still somehow on some level identify with that and so i think that's really powerful to hear because of course i'm all about talking out how you're feeling and seeing a therapist and going through that time of healing but i also do think we have to know when there's the time to either close that chapter and open up a new one or go toward another method that might help us heal in, in a more productive way. Yeah, absolutely. I think whatever works for you, you know, I think I love talking things out. I uh, was born and raised in Italy, so we do that all the time. Mm -hmm. But in this case, for me, it was like, I knew I wasn't that person. I knew that was temporary inside of me, inside my heart. And so I was like, why do I have to talk about these horrible things? And so I sat with uh, my anxiety. I, you know, I was doing meditation. So obviously I'm not new to that, you know, so I closed my eyes. I started to breathe into it. And then eventually I was like, I told myself, okay, well, let's check in with the chakras. Let me see if I can pinpoint what is going on in the body and what the emotion is. And so what immediately came to me was like this pressure on my chest. 
And so I knew that the, the heart center is the center of love and self-love. And so in that moment, it just hit me immediately. It was like an enlightenment moment that I had mm-hmm. lost the love for myself. Because when you lose the love for yourself, you can't love anybody else. You can't connect with your baby if you don't love yourself, right? And so that was like really big for me because I was like, of course, the moment you start to think you're not going to be a good mom and you're going to do something stupid that you're not going to be able to keep this child alive, you lose love for yourself. It's a consequence. It's automatic. And so I was like, whoa, that, that's what's happening to me. And I was like, but I love myself. I, I really do, you know, and I want to go back to that. I want to go back to that feeling. So what I did is like I, I put into practice, you know, um, the spiritual way of meditating, which is intentional. So there was a lot of intention for me on the heart space. So I meditated, sent love and light to my heart space and used affirmations about loving myself like every day. And it worked, you know, I, I was healed. Kiara had healed herself by looking inward. For her, she felt the pressure on her chest and discovered that the pain was coming from her heart center, relating to that self-love that I think so many of us struggle with during this change. She needed to learn how to love herself again in order to love and care for her baby. By taking the intentional time to meditate on her emotions and feel the chakras in her body, what she was really experiencing, she was able to heal herself. So what are the chakras? The idea of the chakra system starts from um, the fact that we have an energetic body, um, for those who believe that, of course. Um, So in addition to our physical body, we have an energetic body. This energetic body is composed of seven energy centers. And these centers start from the base of the spine and they go up to the top of the head. Each one of these centers corresponds to a specific area of our life and a specific area of the body. Now, the imbalance of whatever is happening in your life that is not working out starts at an energetic level. But if you don't take care of it, it becomes physical in some cases, you know, if it becomes serious. Anxiety mostly resides in the lower centers. So the root chakra is at the base of the spine. The sacral chakra is at the belly level and the solar plexus chakra is in the stomach. So these are called survival centers because they're connected with our ego and our basic needs. So I categorize anxiety based on these three types. So the root chakra anxiety, because the root chakra is connected with our sense of safety and security, it's exactly what I was talking about, not feeling safe. So that sense of danger that brings irrational thoughts that are not rooted in reality, it's a matter of safety and security. So you don't feel safe. For some reason, you don't feel safe in this moment. So that's the root uh, chakra anxiety. The, the sacral anxiety in the belly is connected with our past. So it's about events that actually occurred that cause anxiety and that we haven't been able to process. And so the, anx- the, the emotion keeps coming back even if the event is in the past. So this is about unprocessed emotions and there's a lot to unpack there because of course it depends on the different stories that we all have. And the solar plexus chakra is the anxiety related to our personal power. So that is the center of our personal power, our ego. This is the center where we wanna control things. As humans in general, we wanna have control. And so 
the, the idea of like losing control and there's so much in it in pregnancy and birth and postpartum we can't be okay with that you know we struggle with losing that control and that type of anxiety then is located in the stomach so for the person that's listening that's like this all sounds amazing but i've never meditated in my life i've never used affirmations in my life i've never even taken a moment to sit in silence and just listen to my own thoughts how do we actually do this step-by-step process to heal ourselves of this anxiety and and connect back into these chakras whether or not we know about them and we've done the research about them but how can we do this sort of as like a abc version so to speak yeah good question i'm just gonna give you the very very basic way to deal with this because the way of categorizing this is just based on my work so anxiety is an emotion so first of all start by understanding that you want to be with every emotion that you feel in life when you escape an emotion the emotion comes back stronger and so in, in the case of heavy emotions i don't like the word negative so i try to say heavy if you reject anxiety Uh, it's going to come back stronger. And when I say reject, I also personally don't like when people tell you find a distraction. You know, just go uh, clean your house or get out. And yes, it's fine, but it's not going to help you heal. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Like the the healing for good, it's not going to occur like that. So this is the first thing. Stay with your anxiety. I understand it's a very scary feeling. Uh, It's one Mm -hmm. of the scariest probably because that's the one that sometimes brings very worst case scenario type of thing but my my advice is to sit down and breathe breathe into this anxiety just breathe you know because it's temporary it's not gonna stay with you forever okay so just believe that because it's just an emotion and they come and go the other thing the other important thing to to remember don't start to investigate what is going on in the moment you feel anxiety that is very bad because then you start to tell yourself stories about it so your brain then tells you stories your body reacts you feel like the stomach there is like a belly and it keeps like in a circle right so just breathe for the moment once you feel better later in the day when you're doing something like that makes you feel good and you don't have that anxiety investigate investigate Mm. because you want to get to the root cause of your anxiety if you don't get to the root cause there's no healing possible so one of the you know best tips is like journal so start to ask yourself questions the moment you start to ask yourself questions even though you maybe don't know you don't get an answer right away it's gonna come to you you know at some point but keep on doing this work of staying with the anxiety and investigating you'll find your root cause eventually what kind of questions would you recommend asking yourself i would start to go in the past first of all big traumas um, ask yourself these questions uh, based upon the chakras that i talked about before do i feel safe in the world that's a very basic important question so that that one is gonna tell you like why you have these irrational thoughts once you know that you're not safe you can ask additional questions why don't i feel safe is it something that i'm afraid that i'm just gonna open the door and a car is gonna hit me like what what type of what type of fear do i have you know Mm -hmm. 
And if it's something about the past, try to get like really back in time when that feeling of anxiety started. This like will be different for every person, but it will help you then like, when did it start? When did I start to feel anxious? Was it at school? Was it like when I couldn't keep a boyfriend? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. whatever, like just, just start to, you know, investigate in your past, you know? And, and the last part, obviously, is about control, right? I, I learned from this experience that I'm a control freak. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you didn't know that about yourself. <laughs> I already know that about myself. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's another question. Like, how do I feel about control? Are there things in my life that I'm doing to control uh, what I can? Like, do I have, like, really... Um, obsessive compulsive behavior Um, so the compulsive behavior is related to to control too you know like it could Mm. be related to worst fear and worst case scenario but it could be also control and it could be both you know it's hard there's a lot of investigation that needs to take place so we've experienced it we've then investigated it maybe through a journaling experience and then controlling it what are some ways that we then can control it I would say try really your best to, once you have a root cause, or an, an idea of a root cause, try your best then to release the stories that are connected with that root cause, you know? Like a trauma happened, and based on that trauma, you started to tell yourself that you're not worthy, that you can't do anything right, that you're not good enough. Start by like really understanding that they are stories that you're telling yourself. So try to write down some counter beliefs to mm. what you just, to the stories you tell yourself. The brain is, there is neuroplasticity, right? So the brain learns new pathways. The more you do the work of stopping the stories and replacing, the more your brain is going to learn that pathway. Absolutely. And that's kind of where the affirmations come in that you said that you used, because then you have this new story that you're telling yourself, this new encouraging Absolutely. positive story you're telling yourself. Yeah. And well, that is something that like I do in session, I use a lot of emotion type of therapy. So connecting like the emotion with the color and then I help the person breathing in and breathing out. Kiara does this work with her clients through something called the alchemy method. It's a journey she takes you on through the elements, earth, water, fire, air, and ether. It's her way of helping women heal, preferably before becoming moms, but not always. And she does this by aligning you with your soul path. It starts from the idea of the five elements. And so we all have these elements inside of us, but I use them as a path to take you from anxiety and limiting beliefs about motherhood to the connection with with your baby, essentially. So in few words, um, the earth part is getting to the root, which is what we talked about before. Just let's get to the root of this anxiety and limiting beliefs. Um, the water part is really like a very personal, like connected with my intuition. So what I do is I develop a written plan for you that has your chakra reading. So everything that is going on at the chakra level, it has your elemental reading. So what elements are more prevalent in you and which element you need to balance. And then I write down some practices tailored to you um, that I developed that we're also going to do together in session, but for you to keep. It's like your document to go back to anytime you want. 
The fire part is the part where we do the work together. So based on that written plan, I guide you through the practices. I use that color therapy to inner child work, affirmation journaling. So there's a bunch of different tools that I use for the fire part. The fire is transformation. So it's where the transformation occurs. The air is the part where you let go of your limiting beliefs and you rewrite the, the story, right? Like you, you create the vision that you want for the mom you want to be. So I use also like the law of attraction there to help you kind of manifest that, that vision. And then the eater part is the part where I help you connect with uh, the soul of your child. It's about understanding which lessons are here to learn in this lifetime. And it's also like a, a good way to, to figure out yourself. You know, it's about looking at patterns in your life. Are there patterns that keep on coming back? Like if I was abused in the past, like maybe I'm going to meet an abusive boyfriend and an abusive boss. Like what is the pattern that is repeating? This is just mm-hmm. like, you know, bigger traumas, obviously, but it's mm-hmm. to, to show how to do it in essentially. So those patterns reveal the soul path. So what are these lessons that you're here to learn? I really admire this work so much because, of course, there's absolutely nothing wrong with medication. There's a place for it. It's necessary for many, many people. But you've given us an option, a solution that's medication-free to help us heal through something that so many women experience. And I think it's also important to just make a note that there's so many varying degrees of anxiety that you can experience from pregnancy through till years after postpartum. And this is just an awesome solution that whether or not you want to work with Kiara, you now have these tools to know how to just take the first step, right? And, And I love that idea of letting yourself experience it, sitting down with yourself, investigating it, maybe with a bath or a nice little candle or something and your journal, and then taking the time to realize and figure out how do I want to control this and how do I want to turn this into something positive whether that's using your tools that you gave us like words of affirmation or those moments of meditation or if it's even further like working with someone like yourself to really get to these root causes and and know it's kind of like knowing more of yourself that you never really even take the time to learn absolutely that's such a beautiful thing We all need healing, really. I focus on anxiety because I've been through it. But honestly, everybody needs healing, even if it doesn't cause anxiety necessarily. If you could go back and tell your pregnant self something before you even went through this whole journey and discovery, what would it be? One word, surrender. Mm. (laughs) Surrender. Just surrender, you know, um, it, it's temporary. Um, just be in the moment, even if it's uncomfortable. Surrender, let go of that control. Because when we want to control things, we just hurt ourselves more. That control happens in the stomach. And that that's why we have like, you know, I had probably acid reflux. Like now mm-hmm. looking back, I'm like, well, that's why, you know, I have control issues, obviously my stomach. Even if you don't believe in the chakras, how many times do we feel the tension in the stomach and in the belly? That's there. You just hurt yourself with this need for control. Absolutely. The best gift that you can give your child is to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. And I recommend that you start to do the healing work before you become a mom. 
But if you didn't realize that anxiety was there or there was something really big that you wanna heal, you can do it after. But focus on healing yourself. This is how you don't pass your negative patterns to your children. This is how you can be a, be a better mom by healing yourself. And you also have an awesome free meditation that I'm going to link to in the show notes so people can check that out on your website and all the links to you will be on the show notes as well so people can dive more into all of the chakras and this alchemy method that you've created. It's just really a wonderful new solution that I don't think we're sharing enough about for women who, you know, might not even know what they're going through and what they're experiencing just one little investigative research into their own heart and soul can really um be life-changing so thank you kiara for sharing your experience and what you've created with us thank you so much for giving me this opportunity i really appreciate it jessica there you have it the three steps to healing your anxiety holistically step one one of the hardest steps Allow yourself to fully experience the emotion of anxiety. It will pass. Step two, sit down and breathe into it. Meditate with that feeling daily if needed. And after the initial feeling has passed, move on to step three. Investigate that emotion. And do this by journaling maybe, asking questions of yourself to find the root cause of that anxiety. Incorporating actions like positive affirmations can allow our brain to create new pathways, pathways of positivity. Instead of encouraging the negative thoughts, replace them with things like, I am worthy, I am healing, I am enough. What affirmation will you adopt today that will help you slowly release that unwanted anxiety that you are feeling? If you want to get your hands on a list of positive affirmations, then join us now in the Mamas in Training Facebook group so you can see what other women use to get them through those moments of anxiety. All you have to do is click on the link in the show notes and be welcomed in today by a group of supportive and loving women. I can't wait to see you in there. If you enjoyed the show today, new episodes release every Wednesday. So be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And help us grow our mama community by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. That way I know how to better serve you. And finally, I would love to connect on Instagram. You can find me at Mamas in Training Pod. That's M-A-M-A-S in Training P-O-D. For Mamas in Training, I'm Jessica Lorian. We're in this together.